Out of thumbs, number one podcast. And this is episode 30? <laughs> yes. And I'm Chris Rebo. This is episode 30 of e what, 30. It's E30 of Idle Thumbs Podcast. Spectacular. And I'm Jake Rodkin. Wait, what? <laughs> and I'm Chris Remo. <laughs> I, I, I guess I'm Nick Brecken. Well, he, I think you are. So, right. so we welcome got that. back we, to Idle Thumbs. Yeah, welcome back. We don't oh. know how to do this anymore. Yeah. yeah. E3 has warped our minds. <laughs> our perceptions of what video games are have been changed forever. Yeah. yeah. Probably it's a motion wand or something. Why do you even mm. need a wand? That's true. When you yeah. have a virtual house. When you have a 10-year-old boy who will do your bidding. <laughs> <laughs> Trapped in your television. <laughs> Jesus Anyway, Nick, I think you had some kind of like anecdote about APB. You're talking – oh, yeah. Because at the end of – when you die in Mario Sunshine <laughs> – Horns crazy appear. horns honk. Right. And, uh, when you get crazy over. horns. And, and then this, Nick was about to tell a story jumping off of that. And yeah. so now we're, we're going to hear it because we don't know what it is. It better be good. <laughs> it better live up to the E30 spectacular. So in APB, when when you kill a dude, you can you can actually compose a little song that plays. Really? When, when, when that person dies, your song plays. And the demo song Wait, that they use is like Mario Land. Or, like, yeah, how for them. Work? So like as a mocking thing, <laughs> so it can be like Benny Hill or the song they used was um was like Mario Land was like a little midi a little midi thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, they have That's right now. It's like a beta awesome. thing. Like you know, it's they're, it's sort of rough, but they're yeah. they're you know. You but can you compose. can't just record you going penis, penis. <laughs> no, no, you can't, unfortunately. Well, that's, no, that's better. I mean, it's funnier that it's just like <laughs> yeah. this little melody that you can Although yeah. that sample will be included. Also, <laughs> um, I'm stupid, so what game are you guys talking about? APB. All points. It's uh, real-time world. Real-time world. Yeah. Uh, the people who made Crackdown. Right. Okay. And like, oh, okay. And the, the who originally of, created GTA yeah. and Lemmings and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's a, that's a wacky feature. I mean, that's sort of like the... Taking a photo thing from Burnout Revenge and Paradise right. and stuff and just more extreme. Yeah. Yeah, like, they had a lot of... So they had a lot of... embed a full flash file that <laughs> will scream to their console. Yeah, a guy parachuting on top of your screen. <laughs> Insurance, quote by print. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. That probably doesn't happen in that game. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. No, you, they had a lot of uh, experimental stuff in there. I mean, I don't know. It's none of the stuff was final, but uh, I mean, you could compose a full MIDI song that you could play from your car. How long um, could it be? Well, when someone dies, they've got to listen to your symphony. No, 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 no. Like, no. That was I Captain. have constructed an opera. <laughs> your punishment is yeah. this. The third movement. An atonal 12 tones. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> in the style of Schoenberg. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I think it's... I hope you enjoy my latest work. 
<laughs> yeah no it's 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 supposed to be more like gangster than that i think <laughs> but, well fuck that yeah mine's gonna be a goddamn minuet it's gonna be sweet yep so yeah um we'll be releasing uh the best of the music of idle thumbs midi <laughs> midi dlc oh, man. For so that would be a hilarious if they had a marketplace for that like <laughs> the equivalent of ringtones they well they do it's an auction that. they they you that's what you do in the <laughs> oh, really? game you Get sell all fucking... the content you make in the game you can you can put up on like for auction so if anyone Get ready wants, for uh, senior yeah. super yeah. Deuce Deuce to mid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's coming yeah hmm. thanks that's idle thumbs 30 <laughs> Good times. Yeah. Um, well, it, uh, we should probably, I mean, I think it's only fitting that we start off with the uh, Steven Spielberg shit because there's some very idle thumbs relevant. Yeah, I, I heard that the countdown to tears is back on. It, yeah, it, yeah. It, is, it will begin anew. So, I mean, as you guys know, if you've listened to more than a few episodes, basically anything before GDC, uh, Steven Spielberg prophesied, Steven Spielberg, Steven Spielberg and Neil Young prophesied. Neil Young of... E-A-L-A and right, now, right not uh, the uh, and now yeah. NG Moko, yeah. Prophesied that that this year, 2009, roughly around the time of GDC, a video game would finally make you cry. But then, as far as we could tell, it didn't actually happen. Well, the iPhone changed everything. The iPhone changed everything exactly, and so and so we didn't get that game around GDC time. And and Neil Young was very. It's vague like a Star Trek thing. What it's a reboot. Be, yeah, right. <laughs> You're in a different universe about now. what would come next. Well, there's still the same continuity. I mean, it just got changed. It's not. Oh, it's the same universe. So it's, it's just then. fate has been changed. Right. Well, no, yeah. Leonard Nimoy appeared with, well, <laughs> with, right. uh, with yeah. an iPhone 3G. <laughs> All right, so we didn't we didn't know what the future would hold, but now boy. now we do though. So and in fact, Steven Spielberg now has an explanation for why mm. games haven't been making us cry all this time. Uh, if you saw the uh, the Microsoft press conference, you'll know that they've got this Project Natal thing, this you know this camera with a with a microphone and a and a crazy mocap thing that allows you to control games just by moving around and saying stuff and not actually holding any controller and it allows me to hate it yeah i know <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> according to neil according to i'm sorry steven spielberg the thing he said he had some amazing quote it was like you know the thing is with all of the complex controls you've had to learn in a game there just wasn't room for a game to make you cry but, uh, now, but if, now, if you're a kickboxer you can actually fight a guy <laughs> everyone else can't play that game so yeah right <laughs> and that, but now like once you remove the controls there's room to cry he actually said something pretty much that oh, that's true. like he actually referred directly to crying i mean i'm not extrapolating out like no, no, now I, there's room I, yeah. for it like you've gotten the controller out of the way and you can squeeze some tears in so that controller made of tears <laughs> yeah and uh now we're. I, That's what that Microsoft didn't actually announce a can, release can date for Natal this thing. So. Tears? Well, that was that. That was that. <laughs> does it have a moisture detector? Well, that, according that to River, Peter Molyneux, it does. Where you see your reflection, that's just the puddle of tears from <laughs> <laughs> that you have wept yeah. over years of not yeah. uh, that you've accrued from years of video game playing. <laughs> you run your hand through it. Yeah, that's a game. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> uh, video yeah, games. Microsoft hasn't set a date. For the the right. the release of this device, so we still don't know but when. When they do, the countdown's fucking on. Yeah, we're, we'll get. We will be here to count it down to tears. So that's good. I'm glad that this fucking long running Idle Thumbs institution of six years or so now is somehow still uh, going strong. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Steven Spielberg. Yep. Yeah. And then Sony announced a thing too. I didn't see it though. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't see any of the press conferences during the show. For some, I was at a, you can tell how great I, a job I did at E3 this year. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see any of the press conferences, and then I uh, I started watch. I watched the Microsoft one like this weekend or something. Yeah. And then I got through about half of the Sony one before my internet went out, and I just never started back up again. And so I still haven't seen any. So I've seen about half of Sony's. I haven't seen any of Nintendo's, except for the trailer, the Metroid trailer. Right, uh, but you saw it. Yeah, Nick saw everything. He saw. It I all. didn't see. Um, <clears throat> I only saw parts of Sony's. I wasn't actually there. Ah. but uh, so none, of, none, of, yeah. none of us saw the motion. <laughs> I, I went thing? to Nintendo's. Well, the, yeah, the Sony thing is just you know it's two wands. They're prototypes, right? And you know they they did give like a loose date for it, which was spring 2010. But I mean, essentially, it's one to one stuff, and it 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 can sense you know uh, z axis movement. Is the idea and, of two wands so you can better triangulate? <laughs> um i think yeah. it's so that you have like tactile feedback of some kind yeah i mean the thing they demoed was like a you know a, a bow and arrow and um and uh yeah like a wand yeah it's wand stuff the wizard's wand i don't know my colleague chris failer was really excited about this but i i don't know i'm not I, that excited i'm not that excited at all i i, I was really i was really really open-minded about the wii early on um and really receptive to it, and I know this is different than the Wii, and this is—I I know it's not all the same. Well, thing, but just, the, th- the thing that they did show that everybody wanted from the Wii was a one-to-one sword. You know, they yeah, had like see, a, I've never a rudimentary that, dude, and and you you know he, they were waving the sword around, and they could sort of you know tip his arm up a little bit. You know, I mean, it was very precise, and you know, right. uh, had ragdoll things going on, and and you know, I mean, that's what everybody's wanted from the Wii. So I mean, you can do it on this pretty I easily, don't know if I guess. That's what everybody's wanted. Well, it's it's what they wanted in their mind. This, this makes me sound like a <laughs> well, it's what they want in their forum posts too i yes. mean it's what everyone very vocally wants yes but i uh, well, but yeah it's one of those things that people want but i don't know if you actually i don't know if people, like, I don't know if people once you care. get it they may not want it yeah it's mm-hmm. i don't know it's this is this is gonna make me sound like a big no asshole, go ahead but it is it is the playstation 3 version of what everybody wants which is like extreme gratuitous fidelity hmm yeah, the the, the Xbox 360 one actually seems more like that to me. Really, the 360 one's the one that seems to be really like over the top in a really impractical way to me. Like the 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 PS3 one, at least you still you're holding a thing that you can point at the screen. Yeah, and I have a pretty good idea of like where that's going to map up. Whereas the the 360 one, I'm like fucking float, like I'm just like waving. You can steer a car just by miming a steering wheel. With what your does hand. that mean? <laughs> that is the weirdest shit. All those people who drive cars. The, those, that holding a thing in their hand, that's been a really barrier for them to play a racing game. You know, the so, idea of, of holding something me away and about steering this it, well, no, dude, that's just, those people just can't wrap their minds around that. You'd better not that. have a living room table, because if the thing can't sit your fucking foot, press the gas pedal, you're, <laughs> you're going to lose that race. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Unless it can sense heat. The racing one really just amazes me. Like, it's already weird enough to play, like, Excite Truck. That's already kind of a hilarious, goofy, over-the-top thing. The idea of <laughs> Can you like, see somebody, like, can you, like, walk, like, walking down the street, you know, like, on a sidewalk, and then you look in somebody's, like, window, and you see, like, a family of four people just, like, fucking jumping around, throwing their arms in the air. Why like, would you see? Oh, oh, weird oh you mean in a like, house. I thought you meant, like, in a minivan. <laughs> Well, they've got, they've got. Well, because I was originally imagining you describing someone driving a car <laughs> oh, oh, with oh. this interface. Right, I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that said, all of what we're saying does surely sound exactly like what everyone said about the Wii. Yeah. I know. Yeah. You're right. But, but really driving a car without holding anything? How is that in any way remotely more like driving a car than using any kind of physical apparatus? Well, what they haven't shown you yet are the eye the eye attachments that plug into your optic nerve and, uh, <laughs> uh, 
and the big spike that goes into the back of your head that actually <laughs> gives you weird uh, biohaptic feedback so you feel like you're holding a steering wheel. That that was too risque for E3. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They're holding that one off for your nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusively to be unveiled. Yes. Yeah. In your deepest, yeah. most... Yeah. <laughs> Allard will be unmasked and uh, yeah. you just you won't wake up. <laughs> That sounds like the plot of an upcoming film. That yeah. what is that movie? I don't know. Surrogates. Uh but yeah. They- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Allard has a cameo. Project Surrogates. Uh but I don't know. I'm just I'm I I really feel and you're right when you say this is what everyone said about the Wii. You're right. Yeah. And 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 I'm very conscious of that, which is why I very like- very like oh like very consciously feel like I can I can feel myself transforming into a curmudgeonly, crotchety old man. <laughs> the more see these people dancing around. <laughs> right. Well, like, the more of this shit that gets announced, the more I feel like I'm just recruiting, retreating into recruiting? a recruiting, co- recruiting, I'm, I'm secreting. <laughs> the more I feel like I'm just retreating into a cocoon of just like le- get off my lawn. Like it's right. just I. It's give me my mouse and my phantom lap board. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, I, I, I honestly, yeah. that is not. It's it's. It's a not insignificant part of why I'm doing a lot more on the PC is that I just don't have to pay attention to the one-upmanship of the console stuff. Um, like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't need to, like, probably no one's going to release all this shit for the PC. Like, I can just kind of play games the way I've, I know how to play them. Um, like, I think it's cool that someone's trying fun. this shit. Like, it's cool that, that people are, are like researching things. It's just a fad. It's just a fad. <laughs> well, that's it. Well, I don't think it is though. No. Like that's yeah, I know. more that's what I mean. Like that's why I said it. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's my point. Like it's you know, it's kind of it's I don't know. I do I do though <sighs> hope that it doesn't. It's the sort of thing that uh, could appear for a while, and then hopefully it will just sort of become a page in the book of things you can do when making a game and not right. the, not the dominating yeah. yeah yeah and it, i mean like how do you even just move well, I mean, around in that I fucking know, I mean, well the way with the with oh, you're talking about natal cuz i mean yeah. with the playstation ones they're they're doing it they don't even have analog sticks which i think is bizarre i think i would almost want analog sticks on those but yeah. but um you hold a button to go forward on the one, and then you hold another button on the on the right stick to go backwards. Is, is the way they were sort of demoing it. So it's weird. So weird... it's like uh, Killer Seven. <laughs> all games, on yeah. Rails, but, yeah. Um, I mean, all all this stuff does sort of feel to me like we're we're getting back into sort of this could be the new version of a CD-ROM or three D yeah. or full motion video, right? Uh, of yeah. just like. Every game's doing this bullshit for two or three years, and then right. everyone, everyone it's goes, probably, oh, games are ruined forever, and then it just, oh, okay, actually, this is now just a thing that you can have in a game. It's right. probably a good time to do that. I mean, at the, you know, I mean, Every by the time... time is a good time to Well, before the, next, before the next console cycle, I mean, you know, these are going to be sort of like stopgap. Everyone can get it out of their system. Well, I mean, you <laughs> know... Before it becomes standard included <laughs> forever else. <laughs> yeah, once, well, yeah, the, I mean, once this shit, like, ships with a system, yeah. that's, like, way different. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think if a system well, when you ships, look at if, it, if, if it's just if a system ships with a wacky wand and a controller, a thing that has an analog stick, yeah, yeah, that doesn't bother me. No, it doesn't bother me either. I just, which is I, essentially what the Wii is. I mean, you, yeah, yeah, this. So, I mean, there. It's just more. It, yeah, it's it is what the Wii is. Whatever. There are Wii games that are not that, 
the the best Wii games are the ones that just have a little bit of the Wii remote stuff and then our traditional games. Well, I mean, from a hardware. God, uh, sometimes, though, when you talk well, to like, developers, I mean, it is like, man, Wii Sports, you know, holy shit. I mean, that changed the industry and now everything's going towards that. And it's just, yeah, it does kind of get a little depressing. That but, is reactionary, though. Yeah, yeah it I is. I mean, you... It could it could be what games are forever, or everyone could be freaking out. Yeah, yeah. I hope. They're I mean, out. <laughs> I I feel like the place that things are probably going to land, at least in terms of of like actual game space, if you're going to look at the Wii, is more like things like uh, Metroid Prime Three or Galaxy, which are games that benefit from having all that. You think ha- so? Because Metroid Prime didn't sell all that. I mean, it really doesn't seem like there's actually a huge market for that. Well. Galaxy does, but it's but it's Mario. I, th- I don't think that's a useful. You mean in terms of the input, like the implementation of I, the. I don't mean hardware. I mean maybe maybe Prime Three is slightly ahead of its time. I don't know, but it just it, it it's a game that felt nice with the gesture system, but it wasn't a game that was about having having waving uh, your spatial, hand around a lot. spatial yeah. input. Uh, you know, so hopefully that's where we end up going once the novelty of you can waggle a thing around and the thing on the screen also waggles goes away in right. the same style as a polygon is on the screen or a video can be played you know right. i mean that's 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 how i feel about it i'm going to keep saying the same thing over and over <laughs> fair enough <laughs> video yeah. games that kind of stuff's going to be a nightmare for multi-platform games yeah, i mean i know Jesus. That, there's just a lot of really difficult logistical things that that go on, that go on with this like it's it just seems like a really I don't know. I mean, I guess that's how anything is when you when you introduce a new concept. I mean, obviously, there's always a tough mount, like a mountain to climb, mm-hmm. but it really does highlight the the extreme weirdness of having three or four, if you count the PC, entirely separate uh, hardware platforms that you've got to target to or choose one yeah. and then make sure you hit your market. Like, that's really, really but, weird from a standpoint of any other form of entertainment. You are right that it is nice that it's happening now at this point in the console cycle, because hopefully there'll be enough time between now and the next generation of, of hardware for people to realize the stuff about this, about all this sort of sort of spatial controller stuff that is stupid and the stuff that is worth keeping so that we'll get closer to mm-hmm. a streamlined feature set across whatever people put out next time. Maybe we won't, but that would be really, really <laughs> horrible because no one would want to develop for any of it. Yeah. You know, you know actually one side effect of this that, that I, I don't know if this will actually happen or not, but one thing that I, I do think is actually might be good that that is born out of of these things is that it if these things don't come out till 2010 at the earliest and that's probably likely um probably early mid 2010 i don't know who knows you know they come around around then probably nintendo and sony or i'm sorry uh sony and microsoft are going to want to spend some time actually encouraging developers to make these games and release them for these peripherals i mean they're not mm-hmm, like right. they're going to want yeah, to have a couple more years come out of these console yeah. systems like they don't want well, don't all think... that r&d and investment to just sort of die on the vine with the next generation coming out a year later like pres- so we, we might be seeing the full potential of the playstation 3 in <laughs> right. yeah. well I, I just, even before these announcements people were starting to you know talk about how this console cycle might be a lot longer than people yeah, it expected is, it is nice in that yeah but you true. did but then you did have guys like ubisoft's like, like microsoft's already got the new well like him well, he's like we've already developing games for ps4 and right. yeah. 362 and we2 or whatever that he said well the other thing is you're seeing peripherals now like the fucking Tony Hawk skateboard, which costs God. what, like $130 for that bundle. And, and that's one how, game. Like, and well, you I don't know how- if like, there are going to be like 10 more. I mean, I'm sure they'll do a sequel or something, but like, that's just like its own little contained platform. And the best part though, is that you've got Tony Hawk. He gets up fucking Tony Hawk. Oh, God, the guy's yeah. been shilling things for 15 years in the video game industry at this point. You know, he marches out, gives his like sort of 
half-assed like i'm tony hawk please buy my newest product you're gonna really love it because you can skate aboard and then he you know he does this thing fucking 10 minutes later can't wait to skateboard with no board using our new thing (laughs) what tony hawk got fucking owned right yeah he did like jesus i don't really want to do either of those things but the one that makes me not have to pay 130 dollars extra is the one i would be less likely to avoid stand on your living room floor (laughs) right either way you look dumb but yeah i know yeah with with the one with no board people are way more confused looking at you (laughs) yeah that's what's funny is now now sony and microsoft have to get into the hilarious act that nintendo's been dealing Mm. with for like three years now which is filming videos of guys right oh i know that little assholes (laughs) like yeah the microsoft video was that it was it was exactly they're all they're all on the act now they're all fucking everyone's doing it Everyone's making weird videos of people jumping up and down and diving behind fucking couches and like what? I, yeah. I like that like screen and wheels. Kids who are like six or like maybe four or five who are just sort of becoming conscious of what things are <laughs> that exist. Yeah. They're growing uh, up in this world. Right, yeah, like, like, is this, this is a video game? I don't know. I think when I was when I well, was Well that or this is how humans operate. <laughs> like, I, just, I just remember when I was a kid, uh, I was born in nineteen eighty and uh, I, I didn't know like the history of rock music. Yeah. So when I was first understanding sort of what popular music was, it was all like crazy hair bands and metal and i was like this is rock my parents like this this is weird this yeah. is this doesn't because you know my my mom was always like oh your dad loved rock and roll music right and oh yeah like, yeah you had no sense of history yeah of i didn't understand yeah. what the hell came before that and it's like right. that doesn't seem like my dad <laughs> right yeah so uh hopefully that's happening so now your right dad will be like jumping up and down on a fake like skateboard yeah, <laughs> like, he likes video what are you games. doing dad <laughs> this is what he likes that's weird <laughs> i guess he likes hopping around looking like a weirdo <laughs> I could be into that yeah. <laughs> as a three-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, good times, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Jake, you, you, you raise a good point, though, about, like, how is that going to work in a room with a table? Or how is that? I mean, like, there's, there's so, so many things many that could go wrong with yeah. that camera thing. But anyway, we can move it's on. It's just going to track your eyes. <laughs> It'll yeah. be weird. Well, yeah. Peter Molyneux promises it. <laughs> How how creepy was that? I love his. Kid? Oh yeah, I didn't see that, but I just read. Oh, about you didn't it. see it? No. Mm. Oh my God, Peter Molyneux has created Hello. a boy, like a ten-year-old boy. My name's Milo. Existent. Yeah, help me with my homework. It's it's yeah. <laughs> Jake is making a really horrified face, and it's well deserved. Like it's a weird thing. Like yeah. Peter, like okay, so I will back this up by saying this this came after like a week of Peter Molyneux. This is a really dorky thing to talk about, but it, it, I don't know, it was formed part of kind of a narrative in my mind. Peter Molyneux signed up for Twitter like a week ago and he, you know, like the, like the Consylvania version of Molyneux, like the joke about Molyneux is that he's like a hilarious, like man child who sort of is out of touch with everything that happens in reality. Like apparently he might actually be like, (laughs) like all, I mean, I I love the guy. I think he's, he's great, but his posts on Twitter are hysterical. First of all, he's got the worst spelling ever, so he already kind of reads like kind of the people on the internet where you're just like, what? Like, are you, I don't know, like, sure is your second language? Account, or like, right. is he, are you like a kid or something? Like, I don't know. And, and so he already spells, but then he just, he'll harp on these little things and be like, he's like, I'm, I'm waiting in this room. 
to do a presentation and there's cookies in here. And then he'll follow it up later and he's like, these cookies look delicious. And then he follows up and he's like, I still didn't eat that cookie, but I'm thinking about it. And it's like all, you know, with this like poor grammar and spelling and it's this like adorable little child like on the on a computer. And like, but it's Peter Molyneux, this like probably multi-millionaire yeah. video game designer. Uh and so then he trots out his like big project and it's this little 10 year old, like precious little 10 year old boy who you go and like walk around yeah. a pond with and like, what? Like, what? Weird. Also, maybe I'll have to edit this out in retrospect, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> one of my coworkers uh -oh. uh, <laughs> comment, like people have compared compared this uh the boy to uh the the dreamcast game uh seaman the uh the little like a high oh, yeah and my, my one of my coworkers commented uh <laughs> of molyneux oh jesus <laughs> yeah jesus christ oh my god yeah oh. that might have to go maybe i, I don't know that's the title of the episode <laughs> oh god <laughs> That's ooh, yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. Hey, so Nick, what'd you see at E3? <laughs> yeah, we should actually talk about video games, At, like actual video yes. games, and not. Yeah. <laughs> so now the intro is over. We're not like jump around in your living room. Yeah. And this is Idle Thumbs Thirty. <laughs> e Thirty. It's a joke. <laughs> oh. So what did you see that was cool? I didn't see as much as I wanted to. I saw a lot of stuff. I saw um, I saw <laughs> yeah, Jake didn't go to E3. This must have been your first year in a while that you didn't go to E3. Or it's did you not go last year? year it's either? the first year that I didn't go to a real E3. Right. Since 2000, possibly. Yeah. I missed, I missed the last two years when it was fake in yeah. hotels and stuff. But yeah, right. I didn't go this year. Mm. Yeah. All right, I kind of so, wanted to. I shouldn't, yeah. I shouldn't have that desire. Yeah, it's not a good yeah, desire. Yeah, no, that's not So, healthy. Nick, what, what, was, what was particularly good that you saw? Um... I would say probably Star Wars: The Old Republic was, really was the, mo the most impressive thing to me. It's not. Like, it's not. If you're just sitting down to look at the game and you don't know that it's an MMO or whatever, like looking at that game, you would not be you know utterly blown away. But taking it in that context, it's really really impressive. Like if that is if what they showed is indicative of like every quest in the game and every you know every world in the game, you know, I mean, if they keep up that level of content, it's, right. it'll be pretty phenomenal. Huh. I mean, it's it's like playing a single player game, but in an MMO context and there are all these things that they've done. I mean, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, there's that, I mean, one class has like a cover system. Uh, oh yeah. I heard specific about that. to that class. And yeah. uh, there's another, um, uh, I, I mean, just, just, you know, little things like that. If you're, if you're in a party and you're, you're uh, engaged in a dialogue conversation with an NPC, um, somebody who's in your party can make a dialogue choice. And then while you're in that same conversation, your party member will make a comment, you know, that just is sort of like a dynamic comment, like, you know, in the conversation that is whatever he chose, you know what I mean? Like, it's sort of this thing where you're, it, it, it plays out like a single player game, but you know, there's that MMO. In a persistent world. Yeah. There's, yeah. yeah. So it's just really impressive. From a time. I mean, the, the, the single player mission they showed was, you know, years ahead of a world of Warcraft quest. You know Why, I mean? what, what, what's an example? Well, of I mean, goal? you start out, you know, well, they, they cut to a point, but I mean, you work your way through this sort of like Star Destroyer thing and then they cut to the, to the, you know, the point where you reach the guy who you're trying to, you're playing as this bad Sith dude and you get to the bridge and you have to like punish the guy and choose whether he lives or dies and then you gain light points or dark points, just like a regular Bioware game. 
And then after that, I mean, just, you know, everything goes bonkers. And just from a presentation standpoint, there were, you know, things going on outside the ship. Like you could see through windows. I mean, just they're spending a lot of money on the game. Right. I mean, it's really what like the takeaway. I mean, they're just they're just really going all out with it. It just yeah, but but they're spending it well, is what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just you know, I mean, well. it's it's got that level of presentation that Warcraft doesn't have. I mean, it's just there is no quest dialogue thing. You know, I mean, there's no box that just with text. You know, right. I mean, everything plays out like a normal game. So with everything else on top of it, I mean, that's going to be a completely different MMO than you're used to. I mean, everything is fully voiced and you know, on and on. So and also they're doing some cool things with the classes, which. I didn't really expect like they're actually um, making them fairly unique in a way that you know I don't know Star Wars I, I wouldn't really expect with Star Wars like I mean they're 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 taking it back to where like the smuggler is sort of like a Han Solo dude and they're sort of amping up like all of the abilities are kind of things that he would do like you know the melee stuff he just kicks people in the balls and just random crap like that I don't know that sounds good yeah it's pretty cool sweet kicking people in the balls <laughs> i hope it's not that good because i don't want to be compelled to play it mm. well i mean the nice thing about it is if it if it mm. it's the kind of game that i think you could play in spurts and not have to worry about grinding too much yeah i think that's kind of the attractive thing about it until all your friends are better than you like yeah <laughs> yeah right until they have like Classic 16 lightsabers yeah, yeah. God, and always that that penny arcade is what i always think of when like a guy logs off and shows up again and then Gabe comes marching in on like a majestic beast <laughs> with like four thousand tons of armor on. It's like, oh, that's, yeah, that's how I felt whenever I ever tried to play WoW. I would disappear for four days and come back, and everyone's like, "Hey, check it out!" And then I hate games. Right. Yep. Yep. Everyone does that. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, that happens a lot. That is a shared stupid experience. Yep. That I hate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like anything that. you saw that isn't an MMO that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know what was cool? Uh, Explosion. Oh man. man. Oh. Oh really? Yeah. It was weird. Really? I, it was it was just sort of sitting in the um. In That's the, by Circle Studios or something. Uh, like no, not Circle. It's by uh, what? God, some fuck. UK guys. Uh, now I'm not gonna be able to think of Maybe it. Maybe not. Um, or is it the uh, Maw? Is it the guys who made the Maw? Twisted Pixel. I can't remember now. There there are two games that remind me yeah. of one another because they're both side scrolly things with explosions in them, and one of them's by a UK based studio. And I think one it is the Maw is guys. By, is by the Austin based guys who made yeah the Maw. Yeah, I think it's the Maw guys. So that's Twisted Pixel. So. Um, anyway, what about it? Cool. It was just it was just sort of sitting in this group of other Xbox Live games, and nobody was ever playing it, and I felt bad, so I sat down and played it, right. and then I played it the next day for like thirty minutes. It's just it's it's so fucking goofy. Like the character is just fucking go- like he runs around with like his arms dangling, and then he'll do like a like he's just fucking like Nick is just, acting it out. He's yeah, this, this right is now. worthless for a he's podcast, playing the but, game using Project Natal. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess the premise is that you're this guy who's like the victim of this experiment there are all these you're basically chasing around um like mad scientists with white hair in the same way that you would chase around bad guys in sonic and that like they have all these other people that they're experimenting on that you free as you go on through the level like like you would like animals in sonic it sort of plays like sonic in a weird way but it's it's Don't better you like blow the, up a lot yeah yeah the whole the whole mechanic is you just hit a and you explode and then you blast yourself up and that's kind of like a jump thing you ricochet off of walls and it's fun. It has a really nice flow, and it's just goofy as all hell. That's so, cool. Yeah, yeah. Did you? Uh, sweet. Yeah. I'm trying to think what I saw that was good. I. Uh, oh man, this is a funny story. May, well, maybe it's a funny story. I don't know. You guys can be the judge of this. Uh, so I was I was playing um, I was playing Left 4 Dead 2. I played through a campaign of that. Mm. And, oh yeah, man, too soon. Oh, too soon. God. Yeah. Did you sign the petition? 
No. no. Yeah, we can and, talk about that later or never. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's actually funny. It's uh, on that note. I don't, I don't want to get too deep into a discussion about that because it's its own it's thing. But stupid too. But uh, yeah. yeah, my it's funny because my friend who who doesn't play that many video games. I've mentioned this guy a couple times because he's. An interesting your only like, example, like, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Isn't it an example of someone who's not like a hardcore guy who keeps up with everything? Mm-hmm. He, like, he, you know, he plays Left 4 Dead, he played Bioshock, he plays like some couple games every year. And it's funny because his reaction to Left 4 Dead 2 when he found out it was announced was, oh man, cool, I liked Left 4 Dead. Like, it was, it was really funny because it was just so far removed from <laughs> that's guess, pretty good. Guess who's feeling that? Everybody else who's not on the internet yeah. post on a gaming forum yeah, is right. saying, Left 4 Dead 2, fuck yes. Well, it's yeah. sad, though, because I was walking through the convention and I would hear people say, like, oh, like, I, I had, there was a guy with, like, a huge camera, you know, clearly, like, oh, we got to get footage of this, we got to get footage of that. And then, like, he looked at Left 4 Dead 2, he's like, oh, Left 4 Dead 2, ah, uh, uh, oh, fuck that game. That's just bullshit. <laughs> I was like, oh, Classic really? nerd like, rage idiocy. Like, oh, come like, on. Yeah. yeah, basically anyone who didn't read... The, the comment about DLC for Left 4 Dead 1 or like, yeah. never heard of Team Fortress 2 is surely excited yeah. about Left 4 Dead 2. Well, my friend even plays Team Fortress 2. He just doesn't think about it in those terms. He doesn't yeah. think of, like, Valve breaking a social covenant that we, like, he assumed <laughs> to be there. Covenant. He's like, oh, I like Team Fortress. They put stuff in it. He's like, I like Left 4 Dead. You, you kill zombies and it's really fun and there's good versus mode and there's going to be a new one and it's going to be fun. Like, I don't know. Probably he's it's also it a little more deeply than that, but probably not too yeah. much more deeply than that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so my story is I'm in the I'm in the room. This has nothing to do with that whole controversy. Good. I'm in the room uh, playing Left 4 Dead 2. I'm done. I interviewed the project lead on it. I was done. I was hanging on, waiting to talk to Doug Lombardi. And a uh, guy came up to me. And I couldn't remember who he was, but he remembered me. He's like, hey, Chris, how's it going? And I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? And... Uh, and uh, and he's like, so what did you think of what you think of the new game? And I'm like, oh, you know, it's cool. I like the I like the previous one, and uh, it's you know, it's hard to make a really deep judgment about it now, just because I only played through, you know, most of one campaign, and I, it's hard to get a sense for like the little addition things. But you know, it seems good. He's like, well, what did you what did you not like about it? And I'm like, well, you know, it really seems like they're mainly you know just improving on the first. So I don't know if there's gonna be a lot of specific things I don't like because I really like the the previous one. And he's like, oh, okay, so you played you played both both previous games. And uh, and I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. what? Like, what do you, what do you mean? And he's like, oh, I'm talking about God of War three. And I'm like, oh, oh, weird. Okay, God of War three. Yeah, I, I uh, well, I didn't really like the first. I'm not really into it. I didn't. I couldn't really get into the the, the previous game, so I didn't. Haven't really checked out. Haven't really checked out three here at the show yet. And then as I was saying this in my brain, I'm like, oh shit, this is the designer of God of War three. Oh I met, no! Like at a post E three oh, party like on Monday. Who? Like, <laughs> oh, oh no! It was really awkward. So, like in the middle of the sentence, as I was coming to this realization, yeah. I was like, uh, "But you know, they've always been so well regarded, and I'm gonna go back and kind of give it another shot." And <laughs> I just kind of farted out at that point. That's great. And he was pretty classy. I mean, he was a good. You know, he was. Yeah. Not at all an asshole about it, as I inadvertently was. He but. just stole some of your teeth. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, it was yeah. He ripped off my head and then plucked out my eyeball. Jesus Christ! Have you guys seen some of that shit? Yeah, it's a little disturbing, honestly. <laughs> that abrupt about face and it's crapping. <laughs> well, I mean, I I play. I ended up on Friday um, heading up to the Sony like closed doors areas uh, at the uh, kind of in the last few hours of the show and playing some of the stuff up there. And I and I did play God of War three. And, you know, it's fine if you want to do this. Like, it's, I don't think you shouldn't be able to, but God, it did kind of creep me out. Like, it did gross me out. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. you, there's a, some dude who, who the 
protagonist like literally just pulls his head off and the flesh like t- like stretches and then like rips and you can see it rip along the seam of his neck and that's it's what i'm talking about like, with the ps3 it's just like the wii but like higher graphic fidelity <laughs> what <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, it, I, it made no sense, but yeah. Well, anyway, anyway, I yeah. made Nick laugh. So that's yeah. okay. There's I'm another part where you you rip off the eyeball, rip out the you eyeball of the cyclops, <laughs> cyclops. Like you pull it, you just like jerk it out, and the fucking optical nerve snaps. Like it's fucking, it's pretty gross. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I the games, the previous games probably had pretty gross stuff in them too, but. I, this seemed pretty extreme. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, whatever. I don't know. It's an extreme video game. Um, but, yeah, so that that experience with a guy was the most hilariously, yeah, deliciously fun. awkward <clears throat> moment of my E3. Oh, although, you know what? I'm going to top – well, no, I'm not going to top it, but I'm going to introduce another awkward moment of my E3. Um, when I interviewed the Bioware doctors, the uh, uh, Greg Zestruck and uh, Ray Muzika – these guys, like I've interviewed them before, and they're real. They're great guys. I really like them a lot. They're really, really smart, really intelligent, really well spoken, and really nice. This time, though, I think probably they'd done a whole bunch of interviews all in this little booth behind EA's main stage, and they were probably getting a little testy, or at least <laughs> I don't know. It was funny. Like I, I had the same. Oh, yeah. really? Did you have the same experience? <laughs> I did. Like uh, 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 Greg was like, I, I asked about their relationship with LucasArts working on the old Republic and, and Greg was like, yeah, you know, we were working with them and we have kind of a digital kind of conference thing going on and it's, uh, you know, it's working well. And then Ray's like, tell him about the digital thing. And he's like, oh, I just did. And he's like, oh, I, I didn't hear you because it's loud. He's like, oh, okay. Well, you know, I told him about it. Well, I mean, I didn't hear you. That's, I'm just saying I didn't hear you because it was loud. It's like, well, I, you know, I, I told him, do you want to, do you want to tell him? Do you want me to say it again? What do you want me to do? Look, I'm just saying I didn't hear you. Um, I just didn't hear you. And I was sitting there the whole time just like, um, <laughs> Like as these so guys turn into them, like right? a married couple, I don't even think it's gonna come through. It was so fucking loud. It really was, and I was recording on my iPhone because I ran out of batteries on my regular recorder, which and the iPhone is not nearly as good as a recorder. It was surreal. And then on top of that, I started asking questions about all the Dragon Age stuff, about oh, no. the sex mini games, and the like, and the uh, the fucking weird marketing they've been doing, the really caustic, aggressive marketing, and like that. They were not like, I don't know. It was not the right environment to be asking those questions. And then at a certain point, the PR guy was just like, well, time to go. And uh, I don't really know if I can get anything from that interview. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had the same experience. <laughs> really? Yeah. They were talking about the video. And I want to. Same thing with you? I want to. I want to reiterate. Like those guys, I think they're great, and I really enjoy oh, yeah. interviewing them. Like no. every other time I've ever spoken to them, and they're really cool, and they they're really good guys. This was just like a weird, surreal. Yeah. Day. I also had them at the very end of the week, as well, oh, really? like the last appointment. Yeah. So, oh God. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, Nick's not going to elaborate. He's just going to let that speak. Yeah. For I'm going to let that go. Yeah. But uh, yeah. You woke up in a dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Good times. Yeah. I had a funny uh, Left 4 Dead area thing, too. Weird. I, uh, <laughs> we, thought we had parallel E3s, I well, guess. I, well, I, I was taking, like, shaky cam footage for Shaq, which was kind of unnecessary, but I was doing it anyway because I just felt like doing yeah, it. And right. then Chris Morris, uh, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. From now, he's, now he writes the cutscene blog. Well, he does that at CNBC and, and... Yeah, best yeah, known from CNN Money when he did his right. over column, yeah. Yeah, and he came in, um, and I was like, hi, you know, talking, and then, then he started talking to Doug Lombardi right next to me as I was taking the shaky cam, and 
it, you know, I was just recording for about a minute and then he starts talking to Doug and I, I realized about halfway through that they're talking so loudly that clearly like <laughs> this is this, narration to your clearly video. it's pretty much going to be on whatever i'm getting and i'm not going to stop because it's like e3 and i'm just you know you just want to get it, your you shit know. done yeah, yeah right. people are just going to listen to this at this point yeah. and he starts talking about like um so i was banging this chick the other night <laughs> no he was talking about being on camera and and then he started talking about farts or something and it was just <laughs> it was the most, it was the most, it wasn't too far off in was, terms of tone <laughs> It was like hilarious. I started laughing and the camera was shaking. And then <laughs> Did you post this? Yeah, it's on oh, there. Good. You, you I gotta can go, go watch, watch it. it. I don't know if it came through totally because the Shack audio quality is not the best for the like the low res, but maybe on the HD. Because let me just say our website sucks. Yeah, but, but, pretty know. much. But anyway, like at the very end, he um he's like, All right, see you, Nick. And then I like an idiot, I turned to look at him and like wave by and ruin like like the video was perfect. I had like captured almost a full level, and then just before like the climactic battle, I'm like, oh bye, Chris, and then I turned and just fucking ruined the whole thing. Did you put that part in the thing? I hope you did. No, I edited oh, it. Out. Do you have the source? Do you have the source video? I do. Yeah. I might need to watch that. That might okay. need to go up on Idle Videos. All right. <laughs> but yeah, that was my uh, Left 4 Dead experience. That's hilarious. By the way. Speaking of video, how fucking useless do you feel like covering press conferences now? Because oh, I sure I as fuck do. Yeah. What's the point? I don't bother. Like, like, it's ridiculous. My first experience, and it's fine. It's just weird. Like, I think it's good the way it is now that people can just watch this shit on their own. But I, I feel like a lot of things might apply to that. Yeah, I, I mean, like, even even behind closed doors presentations a lot of yeah. the time. Why should I you know, be there to do that? You know, hours, the direct feeds on Game Trailers exactly. are exclusive. Or it's even or it's released out before. The yeah, they yeah. even, even released yeah. it leading up to E3. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you. I, my first experience of this year's E3, my flight was late on Monday, so the first conference I got there for was Ubisoft. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was the worst initial like return to old E3 experience I could have possibly had because I was walking down, uh, what was it, uh, Broadway, and and a block away there's already just this mass yeah. of sweaty fucking dudes just spilling out of this little theater out onto the street and i get there and i'm like what what is going i was there an hour early and it was yeah. already like this and i'm like what what is going on here and the guy is just like oh you got to go in there and get your badge and you got to come back out oh, here oh wait this you're and talking about ubisoft right yeah holy shit that yeah. was I, I actually waited for my badge, and then by the time I got my badge, I was so frustrated, I just left. I did the exact same thing. <laughs> did you? I okay, went back to my yeah. hotel room, and I and I yeah. watched it the same way I did too. that any All of right. the fucking yeah, we had, like, thousands the exact same E3. of <laughs> gamers online <laughs> yeah. would be watching it, and I, I wrote it up from there. I did too. Including, you know, and I, actually, I it was it up, great but... because I got to I got to leave, I got to go get a snack mm -hmm. when, when John Cameron was up there talking, giving yeah. a half hour plot synopsis of his upcoming film Avatar. It it was John yeah. Cameron or whatever his name is. James. John Connor. What? It's James. James Cameron. Cameron. Right. Yeah. I don't. I'm Cameron. an idiot. I don't. Yeah. I don't know that much about that guy. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, he he's up there, literally just blow by blow. He's just yeah. like, and then they go to this planet, but then this guy's a clone, and then they fly to here, but it turns out this guy didn't know. He's just going like beat by beat down the whole the fucking movie. Apparently, he talks about the ending. I don't. He was writing the Wikipedia page before he came <laughs> yeah, into the. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. Ubisoft had a weird press conference. Mm. Yeah. And if I could just launch off that further, sorry to dominate this so much. Um, yeah. Uh, what? What the deal? What is the fucking deal with press conferences anyway? 
Like, I mean, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I know. Like, no, it's, it's, so, it's, it's an infomercial. I, for some reason, it, because I was so detached from them this year, I wasn't like in most past years. I've been there, like in the room, covering them all directly. This year, I, I didn't go to really any of the platform ones, and I covered the Ubisoft one remotely, and it was just. It really drove home how weird it is that you've got yeah. these like fucking corporate executives up on a stage being like, and this game's coming out September 28th. And then you've got all these fucking dudes being like, yeah, fucking sweet, like applauding and going nuts. Like, how weird is this? What other Publishers, group of people the video game industry excited like, about corporate guys going up on a they stage have it so good. and announcing? I mean, from a business like, side, other, I mean, other entertainment industry. Like do Apple that. does that. That was the thing that made me. That that kind of made me think about it beyond I just think, E3 because today there, there was the an enthusiast following as often or like the press isn't there but like uh, the the film industry does that sort of thing where they'll but it's usually like aimed at like a when? group of theater owners get pitched by studios right. on films that are coming up or like usually when there's like a but, that's that's what I mean though like that's, right. that's that's because that's the audience like yeah. it's weird that gamers in general like just people who play video games yeah. are so accustomed to watching a two hour sales pitch. Mm-hmm. And, and getting excited about it like and even to the point where they get excited about it for like partisan reasons like that is so goddamn weird like i don't know i mean i'm not to just crap on everyone because i've everyone gets into it but it's just it's it is kind of strange like yeah like if there was like a 20th weird. century fox like yeah press conference like where all was just trailers for 20th century right. fox movies with just people all over the world watching it on their computer screens and just freaking yeah. out every time they say anything like it is a little strange it is a strange way yeah, to disseminate weird. information and, and get people excited. i don't know i just i that it, i'm making a really facile observation here but for some reason it was really dri- driven home to me more so than usual this year just because i was so detached from it and then we were covering the the apple thing this morning for gama sutra and, you know, even when he says, we're going to have SD cards in our laptop. And even that makes everyone go apeshit. And it's like, yeah. really? S- okay. <laughs> SD cards. Okay, great. Like, it's cool that they're there now and they weren't before. But, like, it's just amazing how at a press conference, almost anything you say is people are just conditioned to get like super excited about Apple it. The Apple one, I feel like, is a little different because that one, I mean, it's streamed out to the public. But, I, well, actually, never mind. I take that back. I was going to say the fact that it's a bunch of uh, developers who are there. It's. I was gonna say it's okay to applaud because there are people who are gonna actually be using that feature. But then it's like, why are they all going? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't wait to let APIs exposed. Like. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, whatever. Press yeah. conferences are weird. They are. Yeah. But everyone loves them because they're awesome. Yeah. yeah. Man, this is this is a fairly bleak podcast for being. A <laughs> I know, podcast. really. Yeah. This is <laughs> dumping out. Sorry. It's, it's stupid because I think we're all actually probably kind of happy. I am at least. You guys might be miserable as all fuck, but <laughs> I was this this last couple of weeks and E3 made me probably because I wasn't at E3. Yeah, but, uh, I just. Saw- I'm really happy now. <laughs> I wasn't a week ago. Yeah, I'm actually not. I'm actually not miserable at the moment. In case that. Yeah, yeah, no, right. That yeah. isn't. Uh, it might appear yeah, to be the there opposite. Was, there was stuff at E3 that made me want to play video games, which sometimes doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, there was cool stuff. I, I am looking forward to Mass Effect Two. I thought. Yeah, that was I saw, great. I saw Brink the splash damage game that's mm. really interesting i don't know if it'll all come together nick did you see a demo of that i did not Do you guys know what what's the deal with that game the deal is that there's no distinction between the game's single player co-op and versus modes that's one of those things that people always talk about as a hypothetical thing that would be cool but you can yeah, never but imagine they did, how to execute they did it. demonstrate it in real time essentially it's just that each mission is basically 
features essentially equally matched forces and so each mission you can play from either side either the rebel side or the security force side i mean it's a fairly traditional Mm. you know lineup but it it takes place it's almost rapture like it takes place on a floating city out off the shore of some place and it's you know dystopic kind of thing i guess but But how does the mix of the different modes well if you play it single player you're just one member of a squad and you just have to beat all these missions if you play co-op you've got you know, you and your seven up to seven buddies. So is it just who you squad. can communicate with in the game world when you're playing, or is? I mean, these modes don't exist; they don't coexist. It's just no. It's one single mode. It's just however many people are in your game determines what you're okay. doing. It's just there is one mode that can be populated with up to sixteen people, mm. and if there are sixteen people, then you can play it in rounds. Or I mean, you know, if there's people populating right. both sides, you can play it in rounds or whatever and do it however you want. Um, but but if you're playing it just on your own or with a few buddies on your team, you can just cooperatively play through the game. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm really uh, – it's a really unusual concept and it's the kind of thing that I, I – I may have said this before in past podcasts, but one I really like when they're developers who – you know, they, they have their game and they have their plot and they have their setting and their mechanics and everything. But I really like when, when developers also are trying to solve some kind of game design problem or, or just, you know, bridge some kind of gap in game design. I think that's really interesting. It's not that I necessarily want every game to play like this, but I like that there's a developer out there who says this is something that, that we could try to solve essentially and we're going to, and we're yeah, going right. to try to do it. And I think that's a really admirable thing and I think it's cool and I, I, I like when people do that. Yeah. yeah. It also seems like the sort of thing that I, that, this is a worthless statement. Just uh, it, that sort of mechanic seems very splash damage. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all about uh, team-based play yeah. with very specialized roles. And in, in this game, they even have the stuff that they did in their previous game where uh, you can at any time, depending on your class, get context-specific missions that you can just do. And so you'll you'll just, you know, if you're playing as an engineer, you can just queue up a mission that's specific to you and it'll be build a turret in this strategic point or if you're a demolition guy or whatever it is, you know, blow up this area. Um, just little things that make sure if you're not interested necessarily in just like death matching, there are always useful things you can do to help you complete the mission. And if you're doing it, if you're playing it cooperatively or single player, I mean, those are things that are actually going to help you progress through the game. And you've got a persistent character who you, you stick with the whole time and he's got experience points and you can customize how he looks and all that stuff so it's it's a pretty full featured game it's pretty interesting and on top of all that mechanically it's got a almost mirror's edge style parkour thing so right yeah yeah that's what i heard about it yeah it's interesting it was interesting to me right cool yeah that's i love that stuff as 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 everyone knows i guess but uh yeah the two games i thought were interesting for that reason there's that game and then there was uh heavy rain which is a completely opposite game in every respect. It's the single is, player is adventure. Is that game as 300% quick time eventy as it was as it looked in that video that came out? Yes, okay. pretty much. Mm. So that's that's, you know, it's what it is. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like it's if you play if you play Fahrenheit, it's similar to that okay. in that mm. respect. But it, it it does look a little more natural than Fahrenheit. Actually, I got my hands on with it, so I mean, I I I know it works a little better, but it's also really awkward still. I mean, it's it's an awkward game and it seems almost deliberately so. Mm. Like the I don't know. You guys, did you guys both play Fahrenheit or or what? What was it called? Indigo, uh, Indigo Prophecy. I like that you said bit. I got my hands on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got my hands up in, and uh, that's weirder. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, it. it's it's a weird. <laughs> I um, what was I saying? 
a video game. Uh, Heavy Rain, Indigo it, Prophecy. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it basically feels like, I mean, this might be, a, honestly, sometimes I feel like this might just be a pointless exercise, but I mean, it, you know, much like Fahrenheit did, this feels like another attempt, like a different attempt to make a kind of mechanically modern adventure game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, you know, I don't know how much fruit that's going to bear, but it definitely feels like a game that is very consciously trying to do something and like trying to be something different and trying to to fool around with is kind it of trying too hard it might be yeah that that's, that's def- the impression that i've yeah. gotten from it. it it very well might be and it's there's definitely one area where it's tried too hard which isn't god damn it. the the character you play well no there's four characters you play which is actually really interesting but the the one that i played which is this kind of male detective guy he's the most fucking like What's that guy? David Caruso, <laughs> yeah. fucking wannabe. Like Jesus, yeah. I've never even seen the show that that guy's in, but I've seen all of his intro, like the intro compilation where he right. takes on off and puts on the sunglasses and makes a wisecrack, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen that like forty <laughs> times, and I, and it it definitely seems born out of that mold where your guy loves just like well. We'll see about that. Right. And you can eat. There's even a button to ter- take your sunglasses on and off. And what? Because they because <laughs> they hook they because they hook up to a Man. forensic like visor thing. But I mean. We've made jokes about that at Telltale a billion times because we've made CSI games. Oh, right. It's like, oh, man, if we, get, if we ever get CSI Miami, we're totally yeah. rigging up B to sunglasses off on. Yeah. Uh, well, this game does it for a gameplay purpose, but also – also, you're, yeah. you're actually – yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it actually was like – it was actually fairly ridiculous because the, the scenario that I played, you go up against – it is the most cliche like Law & Order CSI scenario ever. You're, you're this like, you know, fucking white detective, like super smirky, fucking smarterton detective guy from like a TV show going up against big burly black man who owns a like – like a car impound and you've got a oh this is the scene that was released in the gameplay in the- oh okay so yeah. yeah so i mean maybe people so everyone's seen it then, then already but yeah you almost get right you know, i mean it was just like machine and stuff. so the hilariously yeah <laughs> so hilariously drawn from like network television uh detective show it was hysterical does david uh, what's his name david cage does, does he appear does he appear? He's the director of the game. I know, but he was in the demo for fahrenheit just saying hello i'm david cage oh not that not in the part i played now uh, no, no buy. <laughs> yeah, it was. I don't know. I'm really curious about this game more than anything else. Like I, I look forward to playing it mainly out of curiosity mm-hmm. than because I think it's going to be a sweet game. Like it might be because it is, a, but it's, it's just weird. weird. It's really weird. Like it asks you to play a game where you can't run or jump. It, you have to be pretty deliberate. Like it's just not what most game, especially not what most hyped up platform exclusive games are. Are there yeah. actual moments where the game just stops and lets you walk around? Yes, yeah. Okay, because yeah. the, the footage that's been online is like not so much the evolution of an adventure game, but the evolution of Dragon's Lair. And, uh, <laughs> right. That's, no, no, that's yeah. good to know that there are parts where the yeah. game actually stops for a second, because the only footage is like the fight scene with the guy who throws you into the car, then you press right. left to dodge, and right. then he punches the car or whatever. Well, yeah, and, and, and I guess this is even, even this is even sort of similar to Dragon's Lair, but those sequences branch, so if you fail a particular yeah. quick time thing, it'll go a different way um but yeah no the, when you actually are investigating a crime scene I, I assume there are other things to do in this game besides you're like drawing a triangle scenes. to mop the floor and stuff like that no no you're just walking oh. around and putting on your sunglasses which turns on your forensic little visor and then <laughs> you kind of it's really funny and then you 
you, you've got gloves. God, it, this guy is just the biggest like law and order douche imaginable. Like he has sunglasses and like black gloves that he uses to like wipe things off. Like it's just <laughs> and then I, he licks it. I can't explain like what a hilarious like television Revenance. douche this guy is. <laughs> It's really funny. I don't know if this was deliberate to like capture. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Like it's that, campy. That, it's that kind yeah. of super smarm. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know if it's deliberate or not. I really can't tell. I I think it's probably not actually, but it, it ends up being funny anyway. So that's okay. Um, yeah, I, I would guess that's the case. Right, but uh, it's you walk around and you investigate things and you piece clues together and you. Uh, it's it's pretty. Doesn't seem like it's. I don't know. It, it's not super, super innovative, mechanically speaking, but I mean, there definitely are, are a lot of times when you're not doing QuickTime things. Um, and the, the, one of the things I do find interesting about it is that apparently the game, there's no game over in this game at all. If your character dies, you just pick up with another character. And if, mm. if all your characters die, then there's like an ending for that that is an actual conclusion of the story, which I find really interesting. Cool. And it's, they're, they're you know, suppose they claim there are ways that, you know, if this character dies and this character dies or these two or whatever. I that mean, sort there's... of style is definitely like a branch of the adventure game storytelling tree that died off a while ago. Exactly. It's almost it's almost a branch of the uh, like, Maniac like Maniac Last Express oh, almost. Last like, Express. I mean, even like, yeah, Last Express basically does yeah, have yeah. game over, but it still couches them as this and is what happens. This way. Right, exactly, yeah. which I like. I mean, I think that's cool because it, it, it gives you... You know, we should talk about Last Express more. Yeah, I know, mm. God, but yeah, but this game definitely is is going in that direction, and it's it's interesting. You know, I mean, I guess I'll say that it's interesting, and I'm curious about it. Cool. Yeah. And, oh, you man, you know, did you did you play Scribblenauts? No. So we yeah, everybody's we talking both about missed Scribblenauts. Scribble it's fucking amazing, though. Have you seen videos of it? No. It's amazing. I saw the videos. Scribblenauts looks great. I can't wait to play it Scribblenauts. Looks, yeah, it Scribble looks red. I mean, are you being sarcastic? Because it no, looks so fucking sweet. Scribblenauts. Yeah. This is the this is the game. No, fucking Scribblenauts. I wonder how if you write Scribblenauts into it. Hopefully, someone has done that. Hopefully, it just does the like video feedback when you point a camera at the TV thing, and then turns off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. System overload. Yeah, hopefully a seventies robot appears and says system overload. Yeah, but it's this is the game that claims you can type in to solve whatever puzzle the game gives you at any given moment you can type in any noun and whatever you type will appear and interact yeah. with with whatever objects are on screen to solve the puzzle and it it appears they've built a billion yeah, things in like game. I, yeah. w when they announced this i was really trying to think of some way they could be doing it procedurally or systematically putting nope, a lot of stuff in they the just game. built tens of thousands of really? objects yeah no that's what's there's no other way then, to do yeah. it when you think about it. i mean there really yeah. isn't any no, other yeah. practical way to do this but it's just i didn't think they'd actually go and do that though i thought there'd be some sort of like set number that you had to sort of you know memorize or learn or i mean there surely is a finite amount like i know well there's no proper nouns for example yeah, there's like, no okay yeah. but still that you know the video as the video says on the internet you can't put barack obama into scribble knots but right <laughs> and you put him in navy you, you can't you can't put obscene things in like when you type penis it says did you mean peanut peanuts for example but other than that i haven't heard a single <laughs> <I> story <did. laughs> other than that i haven't heard a single story from anyone who said they typed in something and didn't get it i talked to this wow. is a game that everybody was talking about by the last day of the show and so i've talked to a lot of people about it by now and no one I haven't heard anyone say, everyone yeah, I tried this. And and I, yeah, everyone yeah. thought it was awesome. I mean, I've cool. heard so many crazy things people have done. Uh, like, go back in time and then yeah, make dinosaurs. Machine, and then you end up in dinosaur And times. then type meteor and then they all dinosaurs go extinct. <laughs> like, that's hilarious. 
Uh, people have just – some of the craziest shit – I can't even remember any examples. I saw some some examples where people just created these like eight-step scenarios, you know, where they summon knights and then they summon like monsters to fight the knights and then they have to drop a piano on the monsters and like all this shit to like – it's like the, you know, woman who swallowed the fly and then she swallows the spider and all this shit and he just keeps going. <laughs> that might be in Scribble Knots. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's, not, it's cool. It's a really clever concept. These are the guys who made the Drawn to Life game on the DS. Which I, I actually I, I don't know. People, this developer seems to have come out of almost nowhere. They made mobile games for a while, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden they're like this really cool, like interesting developer on the DS. It's pretty. It's pretty interesting. So uh, Scribble Knots. I wish I would have played it. Yeah. But I didn't. But Me you too. can when it's released. Yeah. For the Nintendo DS. Mm. Anything else you saw, Nick? That was good. I saw a lot of stuff. I could go through a whole fucking list, but. Most of it's just like, hey, this game is a sequel to another game that was good. Uh, did you play Beatles Rock Band at all? Oh my god, yeah, I'm so excited about yeah, that. Yeah, I wasn't excited about it at all until I actually played it, and then I was like, hey, this is gonna be great. I watched <laughs> yeah. the opening cutscene like 80 times. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that cutscene was How amazing. Was god, holy yeah. shit! God, that's like the best. I wish that the oh. in-game graphics were that. Yeah. yeah. That said, I don't know. The I, I mean, it they, looks they, good. It looked like Rock Band, but like the first thing that I saw was that was the gameplay video because like everyone else at home that's what i got to see and i was still like this looks fucking great when it go- gets into the sort of uh like psychedelic era and there's just people dressed as walruses in the background i, saw, yeah. I was like this is the fucking best and then the cutscene came out and it's like oh my okay well i thought that was good and it's probably still pretty good but this is the real best thing i've ever seen in my life yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. but i can't wait to play that game it makes me really sad to see like I just I made the mistake of of loading up the harmonics forums because I wanted to see who. I, oh no! Before people had uh, confirmed like the, the fuck studio this, I it, want Metallica. Yeah, more Metallica. Yeah, I, made... I wanted to find out information about the video, and I was hoping to find an HD download like and stuff. But yeah, I was like, this is great because it's the Beatles, and then everyone's like, oh, negating reason one because it's the Beatles. Yeah, more like it's the Beatles. Fuck this, fucking it's like wow. <laughs> what? You don't need to play this goddamn game. You could just shut up. They just want more metal. <laughs> wow, Jake. I hate the internet. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. No, this game looks rad. Yeah, and it's got the three-part harmony stuff. I know. Which is such that's, a cool thing. That's to really, yeah. really cool. That's one of those things where just once you watch people who have been playing this, who are good enough at it. I don't know. When you watch people who are really good at rock band, it's usually you have to be pretty good at singing, or you have to be good at the drums. Uh, but now, right. I mean, it's still singing, obviously, but just being at a party where three people who have actually been practicing and mastering. Beatles rock band songs will actually be an impressive thing to watch. <laughs> right, yeah, like no. it will actually just yeah. crush your face. I saw yeah. I saw a demo by the uh, by the the harmonics uh, like group of harmonics employees who have right. and MTV Games employees who have been demoing this game for all the versions for so long right. that they're all preposterously good at it, and they're also musicians to begin with. And so, and just honestly, like it sounds so stupid because obviously I've seen a million actual real rock performances in my life, but like seeing, seeing them all performing it and doing all the harmonies, like it was really amazing. It was a really awesome, really, really cool thing to watch. Like, I I don't know what really learn how to sing three-part harmony with your friends <laughs> yeah oh you are yeah right exactly yeah <laughs> maybe you should really learn to skateboard i am with tony hawk ride <laughs> but yeah god we used to get that from my mm. from my friend's sister all the time um when you played tony hawk Ride. when we played yeah when we played tony hawk, when we played tony hawk on the dreamcast or whatever mm. um but yeah it looks awesome it looks really really yeah. good what else did i see 
I might finally buy a Rock Band game instead of mooch off of my friend's copies of Rock Band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And Abbey Road is going to be downloadable content. I know. Yay! Yay! Exciting. Yay! Oh, my God. My favorite Beatles album. Is it mm. is it going to actually seamless play the, the it second? Better otherwise second it's pointless. Yeah. I mean, there'd be it'd be ridiculous. If it's like song, yeah. If you if you beat beat a song and then it's like okay, and next up she came in through the bathroom window, like oh yeah, that would be terrible. If it actually stopped and gave right. you it's harmonics, like, it's like you I, those guys. Yeah, I know those those guys know what they're doing to such an yeah, extreme extent that I assume there might be like an overlay that comes up during some like dead time and then yeah and then it just be, flows right into it like if they do it any other way that would be an, an enormous disappointment yeah also that would make for a really impressive youtube playthrough of <laughs> yeah i know yeah side <laughs> yeah. of abbey road or whatever right five star uh yeah. abbey road playthrough yeah yeah hmm. I'm trying to think if there's other stuff i saw that i that i really liked um I, I mean for what it's worth i liked left for dead too of course yeah me too it was fun I and mean, that's not a surprise to anyone but i really good. liked um what I saw of Mafia 2. Oh, God, I didn't see that. Uh, the comment looks a little eh, questionable, but yeah. but the world and, and everything is just modeled to such an insanely satisfying degree. You know, I mean, just it's 1940s, you know, amalgamation of New York and San Francisco and all these cities. And it's just, it starts in this diner and just like, Man, what a! I mean, that that, that diner was just did you more impressive get, did to you me than hands on time with it. Were you able to walk around? No, okay. no. But it, 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 I'm really curious to see if the Mafia Two world actually holds up to the to the sort of fidelity shown in those videos. Once you can actually walk around and make the guy sit up and stand, you know, stand up and sit down over and over again. And uh, sorry, right. yeah. <laughs> well, all the videos and all the all the demos that people show have all been very controlled walkthroughs. So you just get a glimpse of like, oh, the city's alive. And, uh, well, I'm not. See, I'm not anticipating that the city will be alive. Want. I it's a it's Brecken? always I know, but Mafia has always been like a very directed kind of thing where yeah. you're just driving from point A to point B, and it's supposed to be background. I, I mean, it's not, it's not enough. that kind of open world game, but I know what you're saying. It, it I, I get the sense that it probably will feel a little bit empty in that sense that it is like a background, but just as a background, it's yeah, pretty that's, that's, phenomenal. If looking. it's a convincing I mean, background, that's all it, it needs it, to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, like in a sports game, you don't need all the guys in the crowd to have a conversation with you. Right. If, if the but that would be so good. <laughs> <laughs> you can see all their sweat, not just the. That's yeah. what happens on the on the PS4 and the Xbox 720. Everyone's sweat. Yeah. Everyone's super. You can use your wands like to like Ubisoft fourth press quarter down to the wire. TV. Yeah. <laughs> so what? You'll be and doing like Ubisoft oh. press conference. <laughs> Where's that game? Yeah, God. E3 press conference. The game. Yeah. Oh, Jesus E3 Christ. press conference. Oh nine. <laughs> Oh, man. The best. EA's got the exclusive on the Ubisoft. Like all yeah. all E3 press conferences are actually uh, now licensed by Electronic Arts because they've acquired the uh, E3 license. Man, speaking of even the Ubisoft, <laughs> yeah, exclusive rights. Speaking of press conferences, I was talking to Kieran Gillen after E3 because he emailed me was to tell dream? to tell me to stop dreaming about him, God. and then uh, yeah, and uh, but he 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 said that he. A dream of his, I guess. I don't think he phrased it that way, but no, he, he, it's something he would like to do someday with, with I think, some of the other rock, paper, shotgun guys. Is <laughs> a dream of his. Well, this? I didn't mean it, like that. Sounds way cheesier than what I intended. Yeah. To say. You were dreaming of me. Let me tell you about something I was dreaming of. <laughs> he wants to. He, he would like someday to get some kind of actual representation of the the PC platform at E3 because it get like. God, how buried was the Games P3 during the, the fucking... Well, I mean, yeah, Microsoft's last year, conference, it was just like, all these games? You're not going to play these games anywhere except Xbox 360, yeah. Alan Wake, they, Left 4 Dead They really 2. gave up like, this year. Last year, they had a Games for Windows party, 
this year they didn't they had a Windows 7 thing that they, yeah. it was just kind of like yeah but that the, the parties are not any you're never ever going to get any news disseminated out of those I mean no. that's not ever what you're going to do I heard a guy was drunk at a party <laughs> that happened yeah yeah yep. that's an E3 the game <laughs> it's level 3 I think it's level 17 yeah I don't know it made me cry Anyway, it sounds like we're winding down. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit, a little bit. Do you guys want to do any reader mail? We don't have much. Um, hey, guys, how was E3? Yeah, well, there's you know, there's one that's like, I heard some people are protesting Left 4 Dead. What do you guys think about that? You mean um, Dante's Inferno? Or Oh, oh no, the actual, okay, the Left 4 Dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dante's Inferno. God, EA the, the fucking staged protest, the, the protest. The internet protest. Jesus. What? You didn't hear about this? Oh, nah. I've heard enough. Yeah, you've, heard, you've, <laughs> yeah, really you've already heard the whole story now after that sentence. Um, oh, man, Gamer Grub was, was at the show. It's launched. Oh, it's in you, stores. Did you sample some, uh, some no, I didn't. pizza? No, I, I didn't. did some, actually some sample. It was Gamer Grub 2.0. <laughs> some chocolate? I didn't. No. I did I did sample this drink that's apparently Fatality's like you official. You sampled <laughs> Fatality's drink? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, no, no. I mean, that's just. <laughs> in, the, in the press room in the press room if you, get, if you if you got there like anytime past one there was no fucking like soda or coffee or Fatality juice there left. well they had drink. this they had these like PR people give, distributing these like fruit samples in the morning? of this drink but there's these little tiny fucking cups these like little thimble you drank 30 of them. <laughs> you drank a thimble of his I juice another one I of felt those. bad about going back it was pretty good you it was did like, you went back no more. I didn't I only got one per, per day <laughs> they were pretty good I gotta say I don't remember what it was called so way to go uh, Wendell yeah. <laughs> Wendell. WTG. Wendell. Oh, man. Apparently, mm. Jeff Buds of GameStop, mega retailer, says Gamer Grub is the greatest snack, snack creation ever. They also misspelled Gamer Grub in their own press release. So, good job. Wait. The Idle Thumbs questions at Idle Thumbs email address got sent a Gamer Grub press release? Yeah. It's sweet. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, so... Let's see. We didn't actually get very much email. How Probably they, most people are just watching E3. How did they misspell Gamer Grub? They put it just all as one word Gamer with grub. Oh. just lowercase letters. <laughs> Gamer Grub. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, Nick is dreaming know. of Gamer Grub. <laughs> Joshua Freer, aka Freezer, wonders if we have any expectations for what game games will win the Goaties this year. The Goaties. Oh. <laughs> Like any predictions? We'll, we'll cross that, yeah, Goaty. When we come to, yeah, it. I, don't I don't know what to say about that. I video either. games? I think a video game will be the winner. At this point, I'm still trying to keep 2009 games and 2010 games straight in my mind. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Fucking, there's so much stuff coming out in quarter I, one I would probably be like, I'm literally looking for this game's gonna be game of the year, and it'll be something that's gonna yeah. be actually scheduled for late 2011 or something. I don't know. We can yeah. really piss everyone off by saying Left 4 Dead 2. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I do think, I mean, I, I guess I'll say a little bit about that game, because I don't think we really I do, have any I do kind of want to touch on that. Yeah. yeah. It, they're, they're, they're trying to actually make the campaigns more connected, so the place you end up in the previous campaign is more connected to the place you start. Is that yeah. good? I don't know. Is it bad? I don't know. I kind of, I kind of liked that. That the four campaigns were that they were different. They were kind of. I think they can do that though. Well, yeah. this is different. I mean, the, the idea is you start off in Savannah, Georgia, and end up in New Orleans. So I mean, okay, the, yeah, it is. There's no way to do that story. without making it different. Yeah. yeah, it's just the idea that you're actually 
explicitly going from That's this cool. place. And the funny thing is, I, I talked to the project lead, uh, Do you Tom Leonard, about linearly? this. I don't know. It's a good question. Um, uh, and he was saying that that was actually kind of what they were originally going for in Left 4 Dead 1, and they just didn't end up pulling it off. Like, right. there was actually a specific touch tone in, like, Pennsylvania that they were going for with Left 4 Dead 1. There's, like, it was, they actually got reference material and stuff, but they just never... Right, right, really the hospital like, and like, everything. This is the zombie movie that takes place in a hospital. This is the zombie movie that takes place in the woods. Like, I, right. I, I, I but the idea, cool. yeah, the idea is that it actually sort of connected. They just never... Oh, it never God. entirely came together. But in this game, they're trying to make those seems less right. jarring. Also, Coach is voiced by Cuddy from The Wire. I know, that's great. <laughs> I think that's the coolest thing in the world. Yeah, you uncovered that. Yeah, that was... Scoops. Scoops journalism. Yeah. <laughs> Scoops journalism. <laughs> Scoop P journalism. That's me. Journalist. Yeah. I'm a newsman. <laughs> Scoops P journalist. Journalist. I'm a newsman. Yep. <laughs> Pretend there's some suspenders snapping. Yeah. Right yeah. There. Definitely a hat with a press card sticking yeah. out of it. Um, the press card might say video games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you actually play it though? Yeah, I did. I played yeah. the campaign. Did you yeah. beat the game? I beat the entire game. I, I played through one of the I can kind of understand why people probably look at the video and go, eh, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it being out in the, you know, out of doors and, and kind of right. brightly lit. And it, it does yeah. sort of, if you squint, it does, it could pass for a Counter-Strike level in a weird sort of way. Huh. But I, I, I think that, well, no, you know what okay. I mean? We'll leave that one. Go for it. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I think, I think there are enough interesting things going on. I think, I think Valve... You know, they're not saying everything. I mean, there's a whole mode that they're not announcing. I mean, I think yeah. people will be more excited about this once yeah, they I, realize what the whole package is and I, what once they actually see, like, what it is. I, I, I do wish there was announced Left 4 Dead 1 DLC because I really... This yeah. is stupid, but I really was expecting there to be some. That said, I... It's totally, not stupid. I think that's a reasonable... I, it's, it's, yeah, it's... it. I mean, I mean, as one, much as they I said it or implied, yeah, it. as much as I'm not on board with the people who are like, "Fuck you, Valve," and yeah. "Hey, fucking," I, also, I, I think there are reasonable, I, yeah, I think there are reasonable. I don't things to say. I well, don't feel ripped off for buying Left 4 Dead One if Valve had yeah. never said there's DLC. I mean, I'm sure there are people out there who bought it saying, "I'm only buying this because Valve's putting out DLC later." But the four campaigns that were there, I got enough playtime out of those, like more than most games. I think people that, need uh, to be really reasonable about about how they complain about valve and their i mean free updates yeah, free agree. content i mean yeah it's great what they're doing for team fortress 2 but that is a very high standard and yeah. uh you know well, i the, the fact that mm, the fact that they talked about it in the context of and we're looking to do the same thing for left for dead oh well all right but, but it's that's the same yeah, gabe, that, gabe, that's gabe newell has been out there like all the time for the last year being like gabe newell is also out there well, yeah, I know. <laughs> but I'm mean, just saying, you know, he, yeah. he is... They set expectations. It's not unfair to take his statements, you know. And that said, it also wouldn't be horribly surprising at this point if between now and Left 4 Dead 2, something was dropped into yeah. Left 4 Dead 1. Just I just wonder how they're going to do that. You know, like, there's a... I mean, if you drop it too close to Left 4 Dead 2, there's I don't a, think I think there a pretty is... realistic worry about fracturing the community. I, I mean, well, I think they're going to do the 4 versus 4 matchmaking. They're going to do community the, maps, but yeah, I'm not sure if yeah, they'll do I don't think there's going to be any more Valve-created maps for Left 4 Dead. Yeah, I don't that, think that's fair enough. Also, I would be perfectly fine with Valve handpicking a, like, feature-length community campaign and yeah. just putting it out in an they official patch. They did it patch. for Portal. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're, yeah, they're, they all, they, they've they're releasing um, the Crossroads Mall thing is coming out, um, the community maps. Oh, cool. 
Because um, that is one of those things where, unfortunately, the same people who are uh, up in arms about this are probably the people most likely to have already played or known that's about true. that map. Yeah. But yeah. I'll play it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, either way, I don't really hold it against Valve for making what seems like a fairly wise business decision after <laughs> the complete runaway success of that game. Putting out a sequel seems like the completely obvious thing to do, even if it makes me slightly annoyed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One thing also to mention, I don't really think this got picked up much after I reported it because it's not really the most mind-blowing news or anything, but... But Valve South, I did confirm oh, that Valve yeah. South no longer actually exists as a studio. Yeah, there's just a couple dudes. Yeah. There's a couple dudes who are no longer actually employed by Valve. They're, it's Mike Booth, who's the guy who started Turtle Rock, and some of his original guys. It's sort of gone full circle. And then, yeah, exactly. Way. And then everyone else who, like everyone else who isn't, who didn't split off and work with Mike Booth now got just hired into regular Valve up in Washington. Right. And so it's basically now how it was about two or three years ago, where it's Mike Booth and a few dudes collaborating with valve as separate entities and so those guys are actually now back to working on a project with valve so it was a amiable split but i guess valve just figured the way that the, the it way like those guys didn't want to move so they exactly just, and the way valve works is that after every project they're like all right everyone kind of shuffle up and move to a different project and kind of what do you guys want to do next and that didn't really work when you had these guys who were like the left for dead guys in a different office. Like how do you integrate them into mm. the portal two team or the episode three team or the team fortress two team? If it's just like one, left two team. one, yeah, <laughs> What's up, one Val? guy in Irvine, <laughs> you know? So it sounded like the guys who were willing to move, just moved. And the guys who weren't are just doing what they were doing before the buyouts. So works out, probably works out great for Mike Booth. He probably got a bunch of money for the, for the original sale. And I was just kind of doing what he was doing before anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm making that up. That's not necessarily, right. that's not confirmed. Unlike the or other stuff. Or they might have actually just murdered all of those people. Yeah, they could all be dead. Also, they could, they could also uh, dead. Kim Swift is working on Left 4 Dead too. She's the portal designer. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. So that So, happens. you know, Left 4 Dead 2 is going to have a wacky computer talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> could Left 4 Dead 2 be the first non, or the first Valve sequel to use portal technology? You thought it was coming in Half-Life 2 Episode 3. Get ready for a fucking shocker. Man, it's I am slightly dismayed they didn't show episode didn't, three. Yeah. I mean it's not Half Life's cancelled. In no retrospect, it's games. not in retrospect it's not I that surprising. Might, but God, I'm looking forward to that game. I might pull a fast one and do something with that soon. I, oh yeah? I, Are you hinting based no, on No 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 no. I just I have a feeling. I just talking to Lombardi, he was like, Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I like something like PAX. I don't know. They might just sort of be yeah. like, Hey, this is also coming this year and everybody This year, yeah, right. Probably not, but but you never know. They're not going to release Left 4 Dead 2 and yeah. Episode 3 this year. That's not going to happen. The Orange Year. But I, could, but I could see them announcing something this year. I could see them teasing something. A little tease. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were, yeah. Yeah, were going to tease something this year, like around now, and didn't. No, they announced Left 4 Dead 2. Well, no, of Episode 3. I oh. mean, they, they were saying, you know, something's coming, or you know, in the earlier part of the year, and, they, you know, didn't hit it. So, anyway. Do, do, do. Hey, <laughs> cool. All right. Well, you guys want to wrap it up? Yeah, we're wrapping yeah. it up. Yeah. Okay. Hey. I hope you enjoyed our grumbly e- E3. I guess it turned into a more enthusiastic E3 halfway through. Mm, so. Sure. Yeah. We love video games. This is Idle Thumbs E30. Yeah. All right, it's bye. like E3 episode 30. You can see. With- I forgot something about Alien. Oh, well. Aliens versus Predator. Oh. Yeah. Do you want to? Or? Nah, it's all right. Yeah. Next week. Next week, Alien. Yeah. No, I won't be here next week. Next week, we'll talk about Nick. Video game.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Ultra 64. It's like, yeah, like the Dolphin. No, Did that's... you guys ever hear about that kid who got one of those for Christmas? An Ultra 64? Like a, a Killer Instinct cabinet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really wish we could find the Super Nintendo one. Do you remember that when we were at just like a taqueria in Berkeley and in America's Funniest Home Videos rerun from like the mid-80s? You were there with me. It was amazing. And America's Funniest Home Videos rerun from like the, the, the late 80s, early 90s came on when we were eating food and a kid was like, Super Nintendo? Super Nintendo? And he's ripping off in the box and his little brother was there. And it was just, it was, it was the N64 kid. One console generation earlier on America's Funniest Home Videos. It was, I felt like I was in an alternate dimension. Yeah, that's where, amazing. Like, where that was the meme. God, I was totally forgot Nintendo. about that. Yeah, do you remember it now? Yes, that was years ago. Yeah, I, yeah, it was, it was, N64 kid was already old news at that point. <laughs> Man, God. it's actually I, surprising the internet hasn't I know. like seized on that. Someone Ooh. surely has that episode of America's Funniest Home Videos on like tape. Like on an ancient VHS tape? Yeah, God. Yeah. So that's like the... Uh, it probably wasn't the 80s, but I mean... It, it was probably the 92 90, or something. Yeah, three, yeah. That's like that Play It Loud commercial that I remember, but nobody ever remembers and that may not actually exist, but is nowhere <laughs> oh, on the like, internet. The one where there's like a big... It may actually have been a Sega commercial, but there's, it's like a, no, 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 it was, it was, it was definitely Nintendo. It was like a big dude. He was supposed to look like Mario, but he was like 600 pounds and he was eating like a big plate of spaghetti and then he's eating it and eating it. It's like the beginning of seven, but with Mario and he eats it <laughs> and he literally explodes into the screen. Like there's just like fucking <laughs> spaghetti just like flying out of his stomach. Are you sure it's a Nintendo commercial? It may have been Sega. It may have been Sega like mocking Nintendo, but. Are you but sure it's not a Monty Python film? <laughs> Because isn't that in the meaning of life? A yeah. fat guy that eats food till the no, end. No, it was not spaghetti specifically. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't think he true. eats spaghetti. It was definitely. It may have been a t- you know like a, a parody of that, but it, it definitely was a game commercial. I don't know if it was Sega or Nintendo. And it was Play It Loud. It, I, it, it was in that era, that you know. It was, if it wasn't Play It Loud, then it was okay, like yeah. Sega's like you know, fucking. It was like a Sega. Sega, like a Sega. I heard that they do what Nintendo doesn't do. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard. Oh, there are, there are things Sega Sega will do that, that Nintendo just won't do. <laughs> if you ask. Yeah. <laughs> Dirty tramp. Yeah. Weird. Video game. Mario Kart. Oh, I have to join it by hand every time. I hate that. Really? I don't. Why do you have to do... What do you... I don't know. We can't ever find Mario Kart. Weird. Joining Mario Kart. Can't find Mario Kart. Really? I need Mario Kart to live. Oh, I can't find Mario Kart. <laughs> it's better not go on the podcast. Video game. You got... <laughs>